For kids living in poverty, healthy can be hard to imagine. That's why Walgreens and Red Nose Day are helping children access the health we all deserve, so that for them, healthy sounds a lot more like... <laughs> Join Walgreens this Red Nose Day, and together we can help even more kids stay healthy. What does healthy sound like? It's hard to say. And for the one in six kids living in poverty in the U.S., it's hard to even imagine. That's why Walgreens and Red Nose Day are helping children access the health we all deserve. So that for them, healthy sounds a lot more like... (laughs) Say, ah. Join Walgreens this Red Nose Day, and together we can help even more kids stay healthy. Just be a good boy and die. You first. So welcome to another special episode of On Second Watch. We are continuing our Sean Bean Halloween extravaganza, and we're coming to you live via Bullhorn. And if you're not tuning in live, yet again, you are missing out on all the opportunities to chat, respond to polls, and even call into the show to share your thoughts. And all you have to do is download the free bullhorn.fm app on your Apple or Android device. Download it now. Yes, download now. (laughs) And if you follow us, you'll get notified. A little nice little push notification whenever we're going live or when we're (laughs) scheduling events, which is pretty, pretty slick. And the cool thing that I'm going to try to do now is anybody that tunes in live and leaves us a comment uh, in either the chat or the questions area, I will hook them up with some free swag. So can I leave a comment? Go for it, man. Please. Um, if you click on that, uh, that questions tab in the chat and just drop a note, you can talk about Sean Bean. You can talk about, uh, sleepaway camp. You can talk about (laughs) our show. You can talk about whatever you want and I'll hook you, hook you up with a a sticker or something. So that's, that's what you miss out on when you tune in. Don't tune in live. It's too bad. But in today's episode, we're going to explore the movies that Sean Bean was not cast in and answer the ultimate question, how would Sean Bean have died in the 1983 American slasher film Sleepaway Camp? And this is a cult classic, so it's actually the first time I ever watched this was recently, but we get to decide on his role, whether it's replacing a lead or supporting role, a brand new character or some random cameo, and decide how he would die. And the big question I get is, why are we doing this? And it's like, well, because Sean Bean is known for his dramatic on-screen deaths in almost every movie, TV show, and video game he's a part of. And um, I decided to pull up a couple other notable deaths. So I got, uh, I think it's Ulrich from the 2010 film Black Death. Uh, He's dramatically split in two by horses pulling him in opposite directions, so that's sweet. And then you got Patriot Games. Um, I forget when that came out. It was some time ago. Harrison Ford literally gave him his famous scar on his face by hitting him in the face with a pole. But in the movie, he kills him by impaling him on an anchor. So there you go. So why are we doing this? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So we're doing this because we want to help Hollywood with ideas on how to ensure that Sean Bean can earn the Guinness Book of World Records title for the most on-screen deaths and show them where they missed out on some opportunities. And yes, this movie was done in the 80s. So maybe a little bit before his prime of, of deaths, but... You know, this is just a, a chance to say, you know, there's more ways to kill a man. He would so, have been so fitting for this movie. He, he would have been the perfect age for so many roles. I feel like he would. But, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, missed, missed chance to, to cast a teenage Sean Bean or something. Yep. <laughs> so, 
You've heard his voice on several uh, episodes on our show. we got Archon Phoenix with us. How you doing, man? May the force be with you. And also with you. So you're no stranger to killing Sean Bean. Uh, you joined oh, us no. recently on See No Evil, Hear No Evil, where we spent probably half the time talking about a certain somebody's cyst. But <laughs> <laughs> I, it was a deadly cyst, though. A deadly, yes. Yes, it, it took him out. So. <laughs> <laughs> so when I put the call out for Halloween episodes, I think one of the first ones you came up with was Sleepaway Camp. So what, what about this movie just struck a chord for you? It's funny because I look at the I look at the date of this in 1983. Um, I'm probably going to be dating myself here, but I would have been uh, eight years old at that time, and I know I saw it between then and 1985, somewhere in there is where I saw this film for the first time on TV late night. Um, why my parents gave me a TV when I was a kid like that, I don't know, mm-hmm. um, but I would stay up watching movies all through the night, not going to not going to sleep, and I, I slept at school most of the time, but. Um, I saw this movie one night and it like, it freaked me out, you know, not necessarily the movie, but the ending is really what caught me off guard. I was not expecting that. I was not prepared for that uh, in any way, shape or form uh, back then. (laughs) So um, it's definitely one of those movies that always stuck with me. Um, Now, having said that, uh, I I did watch it uh, just yesterday just to get uh, refreshed with the movie and it's a completely different experience now to watch it now versus then. Um, oh, sure. You know, the, the, the ending is what still gets me. And um, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this movie, uh, turn off this episode, uh, but still put, <laughs> still put something in the comments. You know, you want to get some right. swag. Right, exactly. um, but if you haven't, if you don't know the ending of this film, uh, stop and watch it and then come back and listen to this. Um, just letting you know that now. It's, it's one of those types of endings. It's going to be very uh, okay. spoilerific. Yes, yes. So be prepared. Um, and, and yeah, and so watching it again, the ending still got me. You know, I was like, okay, that's just, that's just, I, I just don't even know what to say. Um, mm-hmm. It left me speechless again. Now, the rest of the movie, um, I, I, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we were chatting about it a little while ago, and it's, it's just, there, there are so many aspects of this film that are just odd, is what I'll say. Yes. Um, without getting uh, too wordy uh, and get myself in trouble. But, um, very interesting. Yes, for sure. For sure. Uh, and, and really, it was between this and the, the second movie I suggested in my mind that I didn't tell you about was The Stuff. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. So maybe you know we'll what? I have it. Oh, oh, dude. Okay, you're missing out. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to do another one coming up here. Okay. Um, but for Sleepaway Camp, I know they've made some sequels. I haven't watched any of them. I haven't cared because uh, the first one left me disturbed as it was, and I don't need to watch any more of them. Um and so that's really where it came from, you know, and that really got me into like, I mean, I was already kind of into horror films, um, but this was probably the most extreme ending I'd, I had seen, um, you know, at that time and a little bit beyond, you know, nothing really topped this one for a long time. Yeah, this this movie dialed it to 11 in like the last five minutes of this film, like insane. It yeah. just gets off the rails. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so we can we can we can uh, freely talk about some of these spoilers. I. The when I watch this movie, because I, I don't really watch horror movies, I don't really care too much about the horror genre. But, you know, sometimes I'll come across a interesting Halloween themed or horror movie I'm like, OK, I, this is kind of cool. Like if I go, you can you know consider Final Destination a part of the horror genre, I guess. And, you know, that that mm-hmm. was fun. You know, it has some fun things to oh, it. I, I love the Final Destination films. They're great. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, I like the comedy horror movies. Like we're going to talk about um, Tucker and Dale versus evil in a couple weeks, which is going to be fantastic. I love that film, but just the straight up slasher horror movies. I just, I don't really care for them too much. Mm-hmm. So when I watched this movie, knowing it was from 83, <laughs> I spent so much time wondering, like, did they have a requirement for all these actors that they could have never acted in something before to keep the budget down? <laughs> it was. I, I, I think they were all relatives. You know, they were just like, I, I don't know if you saw, but at the beginning of the movie, it says like, this is for my mom, you know, who, who, who always believed in me or something like that. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. But anyway, you, you know, know what? To put I, at the beginning of a I totally film. forgot it said that. Yeah. And now watching the film, I'm like, that's what you present your mom. Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so it's, so for you guys listening, this, this movie has a lot of very, um, how do I say this without <laughs> being crass? It's, I don't know. I'll, I'll just throw it up. It's, there's a lot of, um, okay. You, you think about horror movies and there's always the naked girl or the very voluptuous boobs bouncing on the screen and you know, all that kind of stuff. This was the total opposite. There was a whole lot of man, a whole lot of dudes, um, some very weird themes in this thing. And it's just, um, it was, it's really strange. So, um, I mean, it's, and then the acting was so bad. Like this, the, at the beginning of the film, there's this aunt who's like talking to the kids. And I feel like she's projecting her voice in a way that she's like, she thinks she's on a stage trying to talk to somebody about a hundred yards away with no microphone. Exactly. Yep. And it's like everyone's just waiting for their line without moving their bodies the whole time. And suddenly they'll, they'll say their line and then stop. It's just, it's really not good. <laughs> yep. Well, I, and it's confusing too, because you watch it. If you don't know and you don't read like online, like the story or things like that, you're like, women, who, is she the mother of the, the people that were just killed in that boating accident or the, 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 the spouse that you know, it, it just left you hanging? Like, okay, eight years later. Uh, what's what's eight years later? You know, it, it gave you no clarity of this like situation that apparently, you know, rocked this family and and the the whatever the camp across the way that was closed at the time or something. I don't know. It was so confusing. <laughs> and so and plus in that beginning, or better yet, throughout the whole movie, you actually never see anyone die. Right. I don't, I don't know if you caught that, but it was always like, oh, there's the knife, and then it was, and then it goes back to the person. Oh, here's the person screaming. And then it goes back to a knife and, you know, and you're like, wait a minute, we never saw the knife actually go in the person or even near the person, you know, it, it's so funny. It's like, there's, uh, there's only one person you see, I think actually die. And it's the, uh, the owner that gets the arrow through his throat. Oh, the, right. Yep. Yeah, that's true. So I think that's that the only actually, one. And that was a good effect. I, I, it was. I, I will, I will applaud them on that one, uh, effect. Cause it, that's probably where the budget went is they, <laughs> they made that look good. Uh, and they made everything else just big. Okay, you stab this wall and then tell the girl, okay, you just scream while you're up against the wall and uh, we'll, we'll cut between the two. Yeah, okay. I, I got to give a 15-second rundown of this plot of this film because okay, everyone's, yes. everyone's confused. So, Oh, we, oh so we all are. Yeah, yeah we, we're still goes. confused. So it starts out like this family's on a sailboat. You know, the, this dad, son, and daughter are on the sailboat. They tip over and they're in the water. Someone's not paying attention, runs over the sailboat, kills the dad, kills um, – quote unquote the the son right yeah that's the idea kills the son so then the girl goes away and lives with uh the aunt and they go away to summer camp and then some weird stuff start happening people just start dying and getting killed they think it's just an accident and all of a sudden 
Yeah, these two cousins go to summer camp, by the way. Yeah, and it's just, you know, kids going to summer camp. Yeah. Um, you know, the typical summer camp thing is there's a lot of a lot of hormones in the air. People are all, you know, all that weird stuff. And one by one, people just start dying. And you're like, you know, they don't show who's doing it. You just kind of show like a POV of the killer in some scenes. You see um, like a hand or the hair. Yeah. Right. Like coming out of the water. You'll see like the person that's about to die. go, you, what are you doing here? All of a sudden, yeah. wee, wee. Uh, so <laughs> that just keeps happening. And they they don't kind of allude on to who it is. And then suddenly like the owner of this place thinks it's this one boy and he beats him up thinking he's got him. And then he ends up getting killed by, it's just a whole bunch of weird stuff. And then the twist at the end is that the girl that survived the boating accident, it turned out it was actually the boy, but the aunt that took him in really wanted a girl. So decided to dress him up as a girl, treat him like a girl and just kind of warp their personality it's just it's a really i don't know not appropriate way of handling um <laughs> gets the transgender community it's just i mean it's 83 <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm not like now i don't want to give them an excuse because it's really just terribly done but it's like it's almost trying to allude that if you know transgender people are like these vicious murder like why why did this person feel the need to just kill everyone? It just, it didn't make any sense to me. And the very last scenes, that twist where it tells you that it's really this boy all along, they're holding this guy's head totally naked. So you see everything just staring at the camera with this weirdest look on their face (laughs) that will never leave my head. I will always see this picture whenever I think about this movie and it's disturbing. So I'm going to share it online (laughs) so everyone can see it. It's just, it's just really weird. Okay. There's just a lot of weird stuff in this film. The acting is over the top and just messed up. So you know what? I, that's, I feel like that's all I can say about it. <laughs> so, yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, there was definitely a, a, a yeah. I mean, again, we're, we're, it's, it's nothing against the, the, the trans community or anything like that, but there was a lot of, you know, like as, as I don't want to say what you were saying, but you know, there was a lot of man in the, in the movie, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just, it was interesting and that's why, again, that's why it stuck with me, you know, when 1983, this was before we really had that kind of like a, a presence, if you will, in, in any kind of mainstream entertainment. And I, and I think that's one reason why this movie is still kind of talked about and around as a cult classic um, is, you know, that it, it kind of, it crossed the line at the time when no one else had, yeah. um, you know, and, and, and made, made it just kind of a fun, it's a fun campy film. It really is. And they knew they were making a campy film or I hope they realized they were making a campy film. Uh, Cause then that would be a whole different story, but um, you know, it, it, I'm sure it was just kind of like a, a fun, low budget thing. And uh, you know, it just caught on at that time. Yeah. And I think that director just did the one, right. And then he just kind of yeah, just, just stopped as much else. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe it was just a uh, you know one hit wonder. Well, I don't even know if it's a wonder, but uh, just a one hit. Well, you know, it's a wonder. Of... Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, and so that ending is definitely that. And now to spoil it, so like I said, that ending is what was what did it for me. Is the reveal like yeah. okay, she, he, whatever you want to say, uh, cut off the head of the the love interest boy, um, and was holding it her jaw was all the way down. Like, I, I don't know if she could, if she had to have actually been doing that, I guess, cause they didn't have kind of that kind of practical effect back then, but they, the camera zooms out and you see like, you, you know, you see the, the nibbles and bits down there yeah. and, and they even showed that on TV. And I was like, 
what the heck was that? Mm. I was confused as a, as a kid, you know, because I'm like, uh, what? What did I just see? Yeah. And, um, you know, I'd seen boobs before then, but but nothing else. And so <laughs> that I was like taken aback, you know? Um, so that's really what just kind of like, you know, I, I don't know. For, from a horror movie perspective, it really pushed the line on so many levels with that ending. That's for sure. Absolutely. But it's... yeah, but but not only that. I mean, the the, the whole movie has has its quirks that are just like hilarious. Like this is something that you need to like uh, drink and then watch it. Uh, maybe get high and watch it. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, get get the guys from uh, MST3K on here. Watch it. You know, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd watch that again only if they're doing it because they could do yeah. a much better job than we could. <laughs> oh, I gotta check Rift Tracks. They might have one on there. I don't know. That would it's, be hilarious. It's a big enough cult movie. I feel like they should. You know, yeah. maybe maybe they do, but I didn't come across it when I looked quickly. All right. Well, now that we <laughs> got that out of my way, you know, before before I do that, that <laughs> chef was the creepiest oh, oh dude. God. <laughs> oh my god, he's like they spend like ten minutes setting up this very pervy. Shut like they they spend us way too much time talking about how he's like, oh my ready God, for this like, fresh meat at the camp. Like this is this is weird. Yeah, like like and, and it's not a, like a secret, you know. Even, even the uh, even the older chef guy, he's just like shaking his head, like oh that guy's so oh yeah. yeah. And you're like wait a minute, no 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 no. We don't we don't just let this go. Come on. No. <laughs> he should he should have died, not just be mostly injured. But... I, well. Well, well, well. He didn't just die. He was just in pain, excruciating pain that no medicine would take care of. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he deserved worse. But <laughs> all that right. So be sure. before we, oh, I feel even bad for casting Sean Bean in this film. But, <laughs> but before we do that, I want to remind anyone that's tuning in to go ahead and leave a comment or question in the chat, so I can look you up and make sure that we send you some swag. So all you gotta do is. Tab over to the questions, leave a comment or any thoughts about Sean Bean, this weird movie, or anything in general, and uh, we'll definitely hook you up. So do that. <laughs> yes. All right. So Sean Bean, I I came up with two. Do you have that many or more? Or? Well, there's uh there's probably a, yeah two main ones that I have. Okay. Um, but I can just roll with it because of how the movie is. I could, yeah. you could you could just throw anybody in there and say, okay, uh, let's just take that scene where the girl's in the shower and instead of Sean instead of the girl, just throw Sean Bean in there. Just throw some cuts of Sean Bean from any movie, and uh, he'll stab the knife in the back of this wall, and uh, <laughs> just have Sean Bean just in the front of it, in front wherever he's at, screaming ah, because you never see them together anyway. You never see the knife and the person together, so why not? Just edit him in, in there from other movies. Can you imagine the strength it would take for somebody to <laughs> stick a knife through a wall into somebody's back and then drag it down? <laughs> yes. That, I, that what was the character? Angela. That was the name of the of the, yeah. of the main uh, character. Like when you see no. her, her arms are like super skinny. <laughs> you know, and, and to see her like yeah, pull this knife down like it, it just doesn't make sense. And plus, yeah. was the girl just? not moving down with the knife. She had to actually like push up against it. Like anyway, we're, we're probably focusing too much on that scene, but um, <laughs> yes, I got, I got two and more. Yeah. All right. Why don't you hit us with your first one then? Okay. So my first one uh, is pretty straightforward. So, you know, Angela, she's very quiet. She's going into the mess hall to get some food. Uh, she sees like a bowl of candy. There's some uh, Reese's Pieces because, you know, this was during the time E.T. came out. So they, they were popular. Mm -hmm. So she's like, oh, I'll get some Reese's Pieces. And then um, 
uh, Sean Bean, who's like a, he was a camp counselor. He comes in and be like, sorry, that's for my cabin only. Ha ha ha. And he, and he takes the whole bowl and pours the ones out of her like food tray back into the bowl and then takes them back to uh, his table there. And of course, you know, Angela just stands there, you know, with her blank look and goes and just sits down. And then of course, later that night, mm -hmm. while Sean Bean, camp counselor of cabin 22, I don't know, uh, is now walking out to go meet with his uh, girlfriend. And so he's walking between cabins. He's behind cabin, you know, 21 now, does a little secret whistle. And then all of a sudden, they cut to another shot of a knife from behind a bush. And then we cut back to Sean Bean just. And then all of a sudden, they cut back to a knife kind of moving through a bush. And then all of a sudden, the knife goes right into the bush. And then Sean Bean on the other side, they cut to Sean Bean. And then he gets stabbed somehow through the tree, through the bush. And then you hear, and then he falls over and dies. And so that's the first way we're going to kill him. That's the most fitting way because, like you said, there's like <laughs> – you don't see anybody like die. You're like, okay, sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, that's that's very fitting. <laughs> all right. Um, what do you got? So for my first one, this is, this is the very beginning of the movie, all right? So you got camp counselor – I looked this up – Mary Anna. She's driving this boat, towing a water skier. And instead of just towing one skier – She's actually towing two. Mm, and this second yeah. counselor that's skiing is a young Sean Bean, just having the time of his life, wearing two short of swim trunks with his hair flowing perfectly in the wind. And at the same time, we have John and Angela and Peter in the water, and they flip over in their sailboat. And I had to look this up, so I apologize to anyone that's uh, a sailor <laughs> and know the proper definition <laughs> of this thing, but there's a long board, I think it's called the dagger board, that it's at the bottom of the sail to keep it from tipping. When they flip the boat over, that's sticking straight up out of the water. Um, that's just what Google told me it was. On this type of sailboat, it was a, a dagger board. So let's, we're going to roll with it. It's a good name for it. You've done your research. This is good. A little bit, yeah. More than I should have. But then, you know, Mary Anna loses control of the boat. And for, instead of just, like, stopping, they gun it, whatever. The boat goes up and over the sailboat. And she ends up killing, you know, the, the dad and and the, the sister, the sister really. Um, but as a result, Sean Bean was in shock. So he couldn't let go of the tow rope and he goes over the boat too, but right towards that blessed dagger board and it splits him in two. Mm. And Sean Bean's dead in the water. Victim number three of the water. Nice. But the question is, would you show him split in two or would you just show like him going to it and then cutting away? And then save I'd, one half. I think you'd, you'd cut away as he's like, you zoom into the dagger board, like you're like, yep. and then you see him like, ah, and then it cuts away and it shows the dad floating in the water away. It shows the kid floating away. And then it shows one half of Sean being floating this way. <laughs> and the other half of him, like a, a camera cut. And he's like, oh, this is actually his other side of his body floating the other way. So you're like, oh, okay. Nice. So. I like that's it. How, that's how it <laughs> have to be. <laughs> I know. It, it, and, and again, that beginning, you never see anybody get hit with the boat. Well, actually, I think there's one shot where it kind of shows him driving over. I can't remember. There's like, a, I think one shot, but uh, I think it does like one quick half second. Yeah. But you never see like, again, you never see the blade of the propeller, you know, cutting, cut anybody. And all, all, and then they just cut to this girl screaming, help them. 
help those two. And I'm like, but there's, <laughs> but there's three. Help those two. And I'm like, yeah. I, anyway, I was so confused. So. It's it's not a good movie, people. <laughs> Just put it that. Uh, Carrie, yes. This it's he then becomes the plural. Sean Beans, yes. Yeah. When you, when you split him in half, he's Sean Beans. Oh, nice. I've I've been, uh, I've, I've been, yeah. I, I agree with that one. Sean Beans. <laughs> All right. So there's my number one. Let's go to let's go back to you. All right. So uh, this one is uh, Sean Bean is the sheriff. You know, he's there from the beginning. You know, he sees the uh, uh, the pervy chef, you know, get get burned. Uh, he's there when, uh, you know, other people ha- have been passed away from mysterious circumstances. Uh, you know, he sees it all. And then he's that guy with the fake mustache at the end uh, that shows up to um, kind of walk down to the beach. That and... was the worst fake mustache I've ever <laughs> seen. It looked like construction paper. It does. I mean, from, from, from fake, straight on, it's like, okay. But then he turns uh, and you see the, the, this like, wait a minute, that looks like a carpet or something. It doesn't, it has a pattern. And you're like, what's wrong with that mustache? And it's perfectly trimmed with like a square. Uh, yeah. It's just <laughs> so, so, so that's Sean Bean right there with the, with the fake mustache. Um, but... You know, they do that whole scene at the end where she's all ah, doing her opera scream thing, whatever, holding the head, you know, jibbles and bits standing out. And then, you know, this is where the movie extends. The movie doesn't end there. All of a sudden. Is it a post credit scene? No, no. Well, I mean, you could consider it that. It was maybe it was like an unfinished final edit or it was was a removed final edit because it was too much because of what I'm about to tell you. So then, you know, you see her standing there. And so, of course, he's like, holy crap, this is crazy. And then and then all of a sudden, there's there's a flashback scene. And not only is that mother trying to convert what's his name into Angela. Now, Sean Bean steps in from the background behind the mom, kind of rubbing her shoulder, kind of like, good job. Good job of what you're doing. <laughs> and so... Uh, whatever that camp counselor was, was next to the sheriff right then all of a sudden Sean Bean goes, it's time to reveal myself. And so he strips down naked. Okay. And now, and then now that that camp counselor next to him is like freaking out. And so uh, Sean Bean is now pulled out his own knife and he's wanting to now take off the head of, of the other camp counselor, the guy with the, the, you know, the, the short shorts that are like, you know, splitting his, you know, mm-hmm. jibbles and bits down there um, for the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so now all of a sudden, you know, Sean Bean's like walking naked. He's got his jaw down just like, you know, his, uh, <laughs> it's like a family sister. thing. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you know, and then he's like doing like, uh, kind of like a, 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 he's kind of like walking like the Borg at this point, you know, with the knife and, um, oh, and uh, this camp counselor's trying to run away, uh, trips over uh, some branches or something on the ground there. Um, and then here comes Sean Bean. Oh, and so, uh, this guy, you know, he's, he looks over and he just happens to see, uh, uh, some arrows cause they ran by, uh, up that part of the hill where they had just killed the, uh, um, you know, the guy that uh, owned the place. And so they found some extra arrows. And as, uh, as Sean Bean comes down to like land and stab on the guy, uh, the camp counselor finds some of those arrows and holds them up real quick and stabs him in the chest as he falls down on top of them. Ooh. So Sean Bean gets it. He gets it, all right. Yep. And so he's like, Sean Bean's like, uh, uh, oh, oh, 
you know, jaw open, you know, and then that's the that's the way, you know, he kind of rolls him over to the side, you know, leaves him there and his jaw is still like extra far down. Mm-hmm. But right then, the camp counselor, and this time you see the knife, the knife from Angela just cuts him in the throat, one one swipe, and his head is up. Ooh. Because remember how strong she is? Oh, yeah, she could break yeah. a tree in half. Yeah, exactly. She, I, You know what? She doesn't use a knife. She just uses... Uh, her 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 kind of karate, karate chop, chop. Hand, you know, like uh like like uh, Austin Powers judo chop, you know, and bam, the head pops off, and she's like holding holding that camp counselor by the head, you know, and she's also holding you know her boyfriend's head uh, in the other hand, and then she's just standing there over Sean Bean going, oh! <laughs> and that would be uh, the ending. Yeah, they... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was. When you when you said that he stripped down naked and pulled out his knife, I was hoping you were going to keep going with it's actually his knife, not so. Okay, we're good. It's a knife. It's a real knife. Yes, it's a real knife. Not a euphemism. Got it. <laughs> I mean, if you want me to retell it that way, I will. But uh, uh, no, it, it this movie it would make sense, but I, I think I think we're good. I, yeah, I was going to say I, bet, I have a feeling the filmmaker would appreciate that. You know, but, uh, oh yeah, yeah, that would be a good way to that'd be a good use of that uh, equipment down there. You know, call call it the knife. The knife. Yeah. And by the way, you know, I, I joked about this earlier, but I have a feeling this is the prequel to the movie The Crying Game. So if anybody's seen that, spoiler alert. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it might be. It might yeah. be. <laughs> Alrighty. So here's here's my second and last one is is I have Sean Bean basically as the co owner of this camp with his uncle Mel. Mm. And Sean Bean's been trying to force Mel to sell the place for years because it's continuously losing money and there's no hope to turn profit. Everything's falling apart. They're never going to make enough money to, to turn it around to be profitable. So he's, he's just ready to cut and run. You know, before all the kids arrive, Sean and Mel are getting this huge argument about these canoes that are rusting out. The jackets are all torn. The electrical wiring is not to code. The, the shower walls are way too thin that a scrawny girl could break it in half. And, you know, Sean says, you're going to get everyone killed before storming off. Now, throughout this movie, every time, you know, one of the counselors or whoever dies, Sean Bean's always the first one on the scene. Mm. So Mel starts getting really suspicious of his nephew here. And then, you know, Sean, obviously everyone dies. He's like, yeah, see, told you. So Mel's starting to get a little suspicious, not of the, the, the brother it's, uh, or the cousin it's, it's the uh, it's, it's his little nephew. So finally he's, he snaps when his awkward, weird counselor girlfriend uh, gets killed <laughs> That he snaps, he's like, I'm, I'm, I gotta end, I gotta take matters in my own hands. So he, he finds Sean instead of the cousin and just like strangles him with like an electrical cord. And it's like, is this to code to you? And he dies. And he's like, well, it's like, now what? And then he turns around and gets an arrow through the throat. So a little, little character replacement with some added uh, depth to it. But still, he's just, uh, he's just a victim of that terrible, terrible camp owner. Nice. So that's that's all I could think of. This movie disturbed me on many levels. And I didn't want to dwell on it too much longer. <laughs> well, well, let me just uh, I'll just throw out some quick deaths then. Mm-hmm. So, because because you know the, the, this killer used basically what was available. You know, yep. the, you know the 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 killer used uh, the knife that the camp counselor took from somebody else. Um, I believe that's what it was anyway. And so. then uh, the killer used a, a beehive of all things to kill somebody. Now, yeah. I, that scene creeped me out a little bit because I don't—I've never known bees to uh, sting and and leave you know 
volcano marks on your arms and face uh, like that, you know, um, you know, uh, water moccasins, you know, for the kid under the boat, you know, everything was always there. So this, this one quick death I thought of was like, okay, you know, th this one guy, you know, the, the, the story is always the same. This one guy or girl, you know, pisses Angela off for some little thing, steps on her toe, I don't know, bumps into her, I don't know, uh, sneezes on her, you know, Angela's going to kill you. And that's just the way it goes. And so uh, Sean Bean does something like, you know, uh, accidentally, let, let's go with the sneeze. I like that. Accidentally sneezes on her, even apologizes. But still, there is no apology with Angela. So while he's sleeping, he happens to sleep near one of the windows. And Angela notices that he uses an inhaler. So while he's sleeping near a window, which an asthmatic should not do, by the way, but in this movie, it doesn't matter. So Angela opens the window and takes all of the allergen pollen types of leaves and brushes that are nearby and just kind of like starts, you know, rubbing them in her hands over him, sticking through the window, putting pollen all over him. Ooh. He starts sneezing, coughing, and eventually dies. For one reason, I don't know why nobody hears him because he can't breathe, so he can't, can't cry out for help. And uh, he's too, you know, in shock to move. And anyway, yeah, so nobody hears him. Come. Yeah. But he dies. And so people wake up in the morning and see him covered and freak out. So that's another another good death there. You know, I will say that of all the things in this movie, I have one compliment is that the the scenes where they're showing like the the bodies that have died, like the um you know, the makeup artistry and mm -hmm. the um whatever, like the fake fake body parts and stuff, like those were actually looked pretty good for the times. Yep. Uh, a little overdone with the bee stings and the snake coming out of the kid's mouth, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I get why, but I mean, it's just like the, the, uh, you know, the, the effects there, they, they're pretty good. So yep. I will hand it to them on that one, but uh, I will never forgive them for the acting. <laughs> so let me go with one more. So, you sure. know, there, there's that little beach area and, and uh, you know, they're always leaving all the beach furniture everywhere. And so um, let's just say, you know, Angela, though, you know, you know, the reason why she doesn't want to go near the water is because this one guy, Sean Bean, he was just a, another camp counselor. He, you know, she was uh, sitting on one of the beach chairs, kind of not in the water, nowhere near the water per se, but she grabbed, she was sitting in one of those beach chairs. And Sean Bean comes over and is like, are you using this? And just takes her out from under her. And so now she's on her back and everybody's laughing at her. So that's why, you know, later in the movie, she's now sitting up higher uh, on that firm bench that people can't just take out from under. Gotcha. So again, later in the night, he goes out there to, uh, you know, he has to go, you know, number two and, uh, the bathroom's already, you know, occupado in there. Uh, what is that cabin number? We'll, we'll give him cabin number 17 this time. Sure. And so, you know, it's occupado. So he goes out to find another, uh, another cabin and the cabin doors are locked and he can't get into another cabin. So he's like stressing of like where to go to the bathroom. And so he's like, uh, uh, I'm going to, you know, so he goes down to the, the lake, you know, of all places. And it was just like, okay, I'm just going to sit in the water here, kind of just let it go and be good. And then all of a sudden, you know, this chair kind of comes out of the water behind him. He doesn't see it, this beach chair, and she slams it on him like a, like a WWE wrestler Ooh. and uh, kind of knocks him out and then uh, just keeps, you know, banging this, uh, you know, kind of lawn chair all over him until he's dead and just floating in the water. I appreciate the bringing the WWE into this. Oh, of course. 
you have to whenever whenever there's a chair involved oh yeah uh table ladders chairs you know that whole thing uh yes has to be uh has to be kind of quoted there it's copyrighted at that point i can hear jerry the king waller like oh <laughs> <laughs> for sure Perfect. for sure <laughs> man so sean being just the victim of like once she starts staring at you you're just you're done for exactly yeah she was she was the best actor this entire thing because that stare could kill oh man yeah tell me about it that's, that's I, again that's what i don't know what it was man there's just her character and that that end just like uh mm. uh I, I don't really remember if i slept that night <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, sometimes yeah. when you watch a, a film like this when you're a kid it will ruin you like i watched arachnophobia yeah. as a kid and that that ruined me oh, still I, I can't stand spiders um <laughs> I need to go back and watch it, but it's, yeah, that, that messed me up hard. Oh man. Arachnophobia is like a comedy. That's like, a, right. You know, that's a, oh, that's a good one. That's entertaining. Yeah. But, <laughs> but when I watch it, when I was, I had to have been like seven mm. or eight. And I mean, that messed me up hard. And then later in life, when I read that it's actually a comedy, I'm like, there's nothing funny about these goddamn spiders. <laughs> Damn. I'm old, man. Anyway, uh, but yes, it, it's funny. You got, you got to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah it, it is a hard one because of the spiders. I get that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, 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 Archon, thanks so much for joining. This is of this course. is fun. I always love uh, getting a chance to talk to you. And hey, if we get to talk about movies and killing Sean Bean, I'm all in. Ditto, ditto. So next time, the stuff. The stuff. All right, I'll I'll check that out. Make sure I can get a hold of it, <laughs> and you can ruin more <laughs> more nights for me. <laughs> But everybody that tuned in live, thank you so much. Remember, you're running out of time. Just leave a, a question and I can send you some stuff. And More uh, swag. 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 Yes. So we'll, we'll send some stuff out. So thank you all for tuning in. We'll have another live show. Actually, I'm going to be going live on Saturday before our review of Dog Soldiers, or as I call mm. it, Soldier Dog. And uh, we'll be just kind of just touching base with everybody before we record our episode on that one. So that should be fun. And then, uh, yeah, we'll try to do some more live events as we go here. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. Archon, thanks again. Oh, thank make, you for having me, always. Yeah, and make sure to follow us at oswpodcast.com. Leave a review, request a film review of your choice, or suggest a episode of How Would Sean Bean Have Died, and we'll set it up. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a great October. Happy Halloween, and we'll see you soon. And may the force be with you. And may the force be with you. We gotta, we gotta kill Sean Bean in a, in a Star Wars film. Oh, for sure. We gotta figure this one out. We'll do, we'll, we'll plan it ahead of time. We'll kill him in the Last Jedi because that might make it better. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. We'll see ya. When your manhood bends in a different direction, visit PDURO.com to find a urologist because a bend in your erection might be Peyronie's disease or PD. It's a condition that involves a buildup of scar tissue, also called plaque, but it's treatable. Zyaflex, collagenase clostridium histolyticum, is the only non-surgical FDA-approved injection for Peyronie's disease. Zyaflex is a prescription for adult men who have a plaque that can be felt and a curve in their penis greater than 30 degrees at the start of treatment, along with daily penile stretching and straight exercises, Zyflex has been proven to help gradually reduce the bend. Results will vary. Don't receive if the treatment area involves your urethra, the tooth that urine passes through, 
you're allergic to any collagenase or the ingredients in Zyaflex. May cause serious side effects, including penile fracture or other serious injury during an erection, severe allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis, and localized skin and soft tissue death called necrosis due to hematoma, which could require surgery. You may feel sudden back pain reactions after treatment. Seek help right away if you have any signs of injury. Do not have sex or any sexual activity during and for at least four weeks after each treatment cycle, which includes two injections, one to three days apart. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions. If you have a bleeding condition or take blood thinners, as risk of bleeding or bruising at the treatment site is increased. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. Talk to a urologist about Zyaflex. Find a Zyaflex trained urologist at PDURO.com or call 877-942-3539. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 